Welcome to Archie and Me and Archie Comics Podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Josh. And we're once again at Pops, chowing down on some legendary food. And we're here just before the new year starts. I want one of those little horns. <laughs> My little horn just died, died a little, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what oh. are those things called? Is it a horn? Uh, yeah, the noisemaker, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, maybe we could. Maybe a Vuvuzela. We could just use one of those. A what? You know, remember the, the the famous in the World Cup and South Africa until twenty twenty one. You know, I don't, I, don't, I lost my train. I'm not a sports boy. <laughs> I I remember when the that was going on. People would have like little Vuvuzela apps. No, was, okay. again, yeah, I'm not a sports guy. I'm sorry, That's, I'm an Archie boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch soccer. I just remember that it was a it was a cultural moment. Okay, I, I missed that moment. The Vuvuzela had its moment. Watch it. Watch this episode come out and realize that I'm just mispronouncing it completely. Yeah, I don't know. What you're talking about a Zilla. Is it, is it related to Godzilla? No, it could be. We are right now though wearing 2023 New Year's glasses. Yeah, and you know this has been a big argument online. Like, what is the design of the 2023 glasses? It's 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 harder than 2020, obviously. Um, I'm thinking maybe the three is are the lenses and it's mm-hmm. sideways and the, mm-hmm. the 202 just kind of hangs down over your face so it's like one of those things where it doesn't have a rim at the bottom like yeah. it's rimless yeah okay. that's hip right that's a that's a cool design that the kids are wearing you should throw it out online throw up some graphic design <laughs> graphic design is our passion yeah <laughs> i wonder if you know we'll see we'll look online right after this episode and see if anyone's made those <laughs> So, Brandon, yeah, do you have, like, a New Year's traditions or something you regularly do on the New Year's? I mean, when I was a kid, I was really big into it. I loved staying up late and watching the ball drop and, you know, all the festivities around it. I guess maybe when you're, when I was a kid, the idea of celebrating a holiday after your bedtime was just so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can stay up. I can do it. Yeah. And I stay up till like midnight every night now, so it's not as special. <laughs> Do you celebrate every midnight though? Uh, as the new day, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're. Like, I resolve. Every and then you day. go. Then <laughs> <laughs> the horns. I, but I don't. Uh, you know, I don't. I'm not as passionate about it anymore as I used to be. Yeah, I just have like mixed feelings about New Year's, and I, I feel like some people probably relate to this, where I just like. It just makes me feel like I'm like, ah, here's a list of things I haven't done that I wanted yeah. to do this year. And I can get kind of mopey around the New Year's. But when I'm with a group of people, I can get, you know, I can get excited and pumped up and enjoy the, the party aspect of it. Yes, yes. The champagne. Uh, I'm still on a Christmas high, mm-hmm. so I'm not really to think about any other holidays quite yet. Yeah, Brand's been eating candy canes every podcast episode <laughs> this month. There's one in my mouth right now. Yeah, we had. I have to cut out every single candy cane sale. <laughs> are, are, are we talking about a comic tonight? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Today we're celebrating the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023 by discussing two stories from the Pep Digital number 36 collection, Betty and Veronica's New Year's Resolutions. It's a fun little digital collection. Lots of stories about the kids in Riverdale making New Year's resolutions. We're going to... Talk just of the two that stood out to us, but 
it's worth checking out the whole thing. Yeah, and some you know stories that are just loosely related <laughs> to New Year's. <laughs> and one of those stories that's loosely related is Little Archie in the Perfect Day, which it doesn't mention New Year's at all. But I guess Archie is like making a resolution to be good for a day, perfect for a day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's his specific wording? What does he say? He says, he says no. Tomorrow, I'm going to do everything right. (laughs) And just to summarize the story really quickly is he tries really hard to do everything right. And it just makes all Mr. Weatherby and Miss Grundy, they're just like on edge the whole day. And they're like having really bad anxiety that like something's got to go wrong. It's Archie, right? Yeah, he shows up early. He does all the right things. He pretty much avoids every other student for the entire day because he knows he'll get in trouble if he's around other kids. Yeah, I wish I could credit the artist, uh, but, you know, I don't, it's hard to get the credits on these things. Um, but I just love these little moments where he's trying to do his best, cute little Archie. Like, at recess, he's sitting there by himself, just, like, not playing, because <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm just going to sit here and not play. Uh, the, the artist draws a little halo, like an angel halo over Archie sometimes. It's pretty great. <laughs> Yeah, and like Miss Grundy's not paying attention to any other students. <laughs> She's just sitting there like, he's going to do something, you know? His pencil's going to break and I'll sharpen it and the sharpener will be full and I'll empty it and knock over the wastebasket and there'll be paper and pencil shavings all over the room. <laughs> well, like you said, they, even though he's acting so well, they can't enjoy the benefits of it because they're just waiting for the shoe to drop. Yeah, I mean, Archie's really trying his best. And this really, you know... Ask the question, does he purposely, like, get in trouble all the time? Like, you know, is he purposely causing mischief? He knows himself. He knows, he knows his limits, and he knows his, uh, his temptations. There's other things, like he actually did his homework. Yep, yep. <laughs> and they're, like, so surprised. So, again, he has, definitely has the ability to do all these things and chooses not to. Yeah, he's a little rascal. A little rascal. Oh, is that copyrighted, the little rascals? No. <laughs> he's such a dentist, the menace. Oh, wait. <laughs> he's such a uh what is that uh royal rich you know what i'm talking about that other like uh richie rich like ripoff there's like a oh I, i've never heard of this richie royal, rich ripoff it's like yeah it's like royal roy i i wish that you know someone's yelling at the, the one person's yelling at the podcast <laughs> wealthy ralph yeah wealthy ralph um wealthy wilbur um but yeah at the end it's not archie's fault that he causes trouble before the end of the day because Mr. Weatherby makes him go outside to like keep him busy, him and Jughead, who should be learning. Yeah, yeah. What's Jughead doing all day? <laughs> I guess he wants someone to keep him like busy or something. <laughs> he should be learning, and they have to water the bushes outside of Mr. Weatherby's office until the end of the day. <laughs> and he gets so close, and he accidentally gets surprised by the bell, which yep. is alarming. Mm-hmm. Pun intended. <laughs> And he accidentally sprays Mr. Weatherby in the back of the head. And he ruins his perfect day. Yeah, but but it, I think it was like, I think we could say that he did go the whole day. Because there's just like one second left, right? Well, Does not that a, count? Not according to Archie, because he kind of <laughs> says, you know, he's like, ah, I think the, the old Archie is best for everyone, Mr. Weatherby said. <laughs> I guess you're right. He does say I can't understand it. You know, he can't understand why he's trying his best and that's not good enough for the adults. Yeah, yeah when he said, and he says that Mr. Weatherby shook his hand and Miss Grundy tried to kiss him. 
Yeah, after because they were like, he was like, "How many days of detention do I have?" And they were like, "None. Please, yeah. <laughs> please do not be here." And you're like, uh, Jughead ends the comic with like, "Golly, little Archie, your life is funny enough to be in a comic book." And yeah, I really like the art in this one because I feel like little Archies can be so specific, and it's it's like um, an avenue for the artist to have a lot of fun taking the characters we know and you know making them. Bite-sized, if you will. I love at the end that Jughead refers to Archie as Little Archie. Like, Jughead isn't little, too? <laughs> he, I'm sure he is, but in this world, everyone's little. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, is this not really Archie as a little kid, but it's just the universe where everyone's little? <laughs> can I make a, Can I make a, another observation that I just noticed? Okay, go ahead. Observe away. Okay. Uh, little Archie also has a, a sweater with R on it, but it's a little R. Oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> it's a lowercase r. <laughs> oh, I love it. And Jughead doesn't have his classic hat, his whoopee cap yet. No, no. I wonder, oh, is there an origin story for that cap? Oh, if there is, I want to read it. We, we got to find out. And it goes again with the, the hab, haberdashery or, <laughs> you know, story we always want to see. We're, we're building our pitch. <laughs> Archie, you ready? <laughs> the second story we're going to talk about is the last one in the collection. It's Archie and Friends, the New Year's Resolution Contest. It is by the creative team of Crosby, Kennedy, and Smith. I'm not sure which Kennedy it is. Mm-hmm. Or Crosby or Smith. Or Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, it starts off with them celebrating the, uh, the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. And, and, I, and I was just I was just gonna jump in and say in the first panel you see, they're literally standing around an actual clock. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's in a time period where they're not just watching it on TV or something. They're literally waiting for a clock <laughs> to strike twelve, like um, you know, a grandfather clock. I mean, I'm sure they've been doing. Well, I, that, that's actually something I would like to know. When was the first time there was a live midnight broadcast Ooh. of New Year's Eve on TV? I don't know. Probably, you know, after the TV was invented. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe bet that it wasn't before. Yeah, you're right. Well, unless they did a radio show, you know. <laughs> Maybe it was a radio show. Thanks, thanks for the insight. Too. Everyone's sitting around the radio waiting yeah. for midnight to strike. Yeah. But yeah, so you go ahead, Brandon. You were explaining a little bit about the story. They're, they're having a party. Uh, they're celebrating. They, the food they have at this party is interesting. Because it's a party for a lot of people. So, you know, I see popcorn, I see chips and dip, you know, makes sense. But then, like, Jughead just walks by with a plate of mashed potatoes, gravy, peas, and chicken legs. I'm going to say that uh, Jughead might have, one, brought his own food. <laughs> Two, uh, he snuck into the kitchen. Because if mm. you look throughout the panels, Jughead is actually not really a big part of the story with dialogue. Mm-hmm. But if you you can follow his journey of eating, f- he's just like constantly has different food throughout yeah. the story, and he's like he's got a muffin or a quiche or something, <laughs> and then in the background you can see him getting his plate together. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I don't see anyone else with the same food <laughs> as Jughead. But he is seem he seems really happy. Yeah. Well, they decide that they're going to do a contest. And it's, it looks like it's Veronica's idea. And Veronica says, we're all going to write down our New Year's resolutions. Somebody that we all trust will hold on to them for a month. And then after one month, whoever didn't break theirs already will get a prize. Does it say what prize they're going to get? 
Uh, I don't think they ever say what prize it is, but uh, when asked, Veronica says something like, uh, let's see, what, what does she say? Oh, she says, I don't know yet, but it will be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be appropriate. Yeah. Appropriate to her for a prize, you know. That yeah. could be a big prize. I mean, they probably all got iPads as their, uh, you know, Christmas gift bag as they walked out of the party, right? <laughs> and this time period? Ooh, time travel. <laughs> So they all decide that Mr. Weatherby would be the one to hold on to their resolutions for a month. And so one month later, they meet with Mr. Weatherby, and they read out the resolutions to, to see who has kept theirs. And immediately they, they realize that, that uh, pretty much everybody failed. Well, I, ha- I do have to take issue with uh, one of these resolutions not being broken. Uh-huh. And I don't even mean the last one, which we'll talk about, of uh-huh. course. I'm talking about Betty's, right? Mm. So, you know, what we should go through them. So, Reggie says he's not going to, he resolves not to cheat in school. And Betty, narc, she immediately is like, (laughs) Reggie loses because, and he has a little angel angel halo over his head. Um, He's like, what are you talking about? I haven't cheated. And he's like, uh, it flashes back to him, obviously, looking at Betty's paper. Yeah. And she looks real mad. Mm Mm-hmm. So then when they get to Betty's resolution, it says her resolution is to be kind to everyone. Reggie's like, well, you weren't kind to me because you didn't let me cheat on the test. <laughs> yeah, he, he says this and then no, there's no pushback. No. <laughs> it's just like, nope, doesn't count. The moral relativism well, is, is Dilton, wild in the story. Dilton uh, comes to Reggie's defense here, which, Dilton, come on, man. He's like, as much as I hate to agree with Reggie, I'm afraid betty that you're not exactly living up to the spirit of your resolution yeah what is dilton's resolution you know yeah. trying to like mind his own business because he messed up that one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> preach and then veronica of course is like i'm not gonna buy anything frivolous or extravagant this year mm-hmm. and it has this panel breakup uh, yeah there's like two panels on top to a bottom as a panel breakup of everyone reacting to her <laughs> saying this and Everybody knows that she's that she broke it. Look at Jughead's face. Like what? I don't even can even explain what expression that is. He's, he's in like a, he's in a turkey coma. He's in a turkey coma. He's like, where's the more food? <laughs> and she does. She's just like, yeah, I lose, of course. <laughs> and finally, uh, the last one is Archie's, and Archie's pretty smug because he's like, my resolution was to not make a resolution. And uh, Veronica totally calls him out on it. He's like, you don't get the prize because you said that your resolution was not to make one. And by making that, you automatically broke it. Huh? Says Petty. <laughs> and then Dilton says, don't look at me. I don't get it either. Which I think he does. He does. Like, well, I, Let's get a behind the scenes. What is Dilton's motivation in this story? He's up to something no good. I think he automatically messed up his resolution, which we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And he is just like, well, I don't want anyone else to win either. He defends Reggie's logic, but then... But to help someone lose their res, you know, to yeah. not get the resolution, that's what I think. I think mm. I think he's on the side of no one should win because mm. he didn't win. Mm. Dilton, there's layers here. like It's like an onion or a tiramisu. And I'm going to say Jughead's fits in this. Fantastic. Yeah. Then here he's got this purple shirt, his white, awesome white sneakers, love it. And in the last panel, you can see him in the background making, again, no one else has food at, no this, one. at this resolution reveal. 
but he has a club sandwich, like a giant sandwich of some I, sort. Something like that. I mean, he's the only one that has and found food. Yeah, people have drinks, and so I'll give him that. But yeah, he has made a whole sandwich. And speaking of sandwiches, we have finished ours, and the check is coming. So we got to do a wrap-up question. And you know what's coming, Josh. It's got to be about some resolutions. Okay. But we're not going to do the traditional, what's your resolution? We're going to do something a little bit more focused. What is your Archie-related New Year's resolution? So my Archie-related New Year's resolution is I would love to read something that was a listener recommendation. Ooh. You know, I want to read something either I haven't picked up yet or something I don't know about or something that maybe I've heard about but I haven't got a chance to read. That's what I would like. I would like to read a listener recommendation. That's a great resolution. If you're out there listening, please send us some of the stuff that uh, you love that we haven't read yet. We want to uh, we want to interact interact oh. We want to interact with our fans, people who are listening. How about you, Brandon? Do you have any Archie-related resolutions? Well, this might be a little bit of a spoily. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, In that, uh, I know that you and I are planning on very soon doing a bunch of Jughead episodes. I mean, we might as well announce Jughead January. Jughead January. And there's some Jughead stuff we're reading, like Time Police, which I've never read before, and I'm very excited to read that. Ooh. So that's, I'm resolving to read Jughead Time Police and talk to you about it. So you're resolving to do what we already assigned ourselves? Yes. To do. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, or, or did we decide to do it because we already resolved to do it, but this is now making it official. Okay, I think you had too much champagne, Brandon. <laughs> Well, you know, a big thank y'all for listening to us through this, you know, first beginning of the podcast. I know it's not, we haven't been doing it for a year, but since it's a new year, I just think it's a good time to say thank y'all for listening. We're excited to try out new things. We're, we're excited to get into Jughead January. Well said, yeah. And if you like what we're doing, please go rate us wherever you're listening to us. So leave a review, leave a rating, whether it's Apple or Google or Spotify. You can also... Uh, follow us on Archie and me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're on the social media. We like to share posts and share what we're reading and interact with y'all. So please, please check us out. Hope y'all have a wonderful New Year's. Bye. I'm no Betty or Veronica, not even Jughead. Don't you call me a Reggie. I'd rather be caught dead just to 